So how does NESFAS allocate funds to students? What are some of the decisions you make? Well, let me start by saying up to today we've paid $1.9 billion. So that figure from $1.4 has increased to $1.9 billion just to assist those students so that they don't pay registration. We look at two uh, criteria by large. First, we look at the financial neediness, and secondly, we look at academic performance. Financial neediness basically is based on tool we used. We call it the means test, which assesses the total income family. Um, we normally prioritize on those families that income is just uh, below 120,000 per annum. And students or learners coming from those households need to provide us with documentation that supports the total uh, family income. And of course, um, if you do well at, at a university or at uh, high school, we also um, look into that and we take that into consideration. Mm, I mean, there, there are a number of students, uh, and particularly those that spoke on, on AM Live this morning, who are saying there's, there's a missing middle, though, here, Chaiso. The fact that there are students who don't qualify for NESFAS funding because they earn just, their parents earn just marginally above that amount. Is, is there any way for NESFAS to accommodate those? And, and something that our listeners have been talking to us about, is there not a mechanism for NESFAS to use a sliding scale? So depending on the amount that our parents earn, there's a proportion of money that NESFAS then funds well as a consequence of of, of of that the ministerial review committee on student funding mandated us to investigate and report how the so-called missing middle uh, could be assisted and that project entails fun, fundraising and exploring of other loan facilities that are possible and of course the chairperson of um and it was mr masana is working uh, with the department and also with the presidential um, task team to look into how we can provide long-term solutions for the students, including the missing middle. How long will that project take? Well, that project is given into the office of the president and together with higher education, and that's what is part of that. You remember that part of the missing middle is to look at whether... Um, that threshold could be increased, you know, um, from 120,000, maybe even look at 400,000. Those are discussions that are underway. Uh, is there a point at which we're reaching now where, where there are some students who meet the minimum, the minimum requirements required by NESFAS but are still being rejected by NESFAS or by the universities? Well, at the moment, government has made um, additional funding to the $10 billion that NESFAS will be getting for 20 16 and that money is going to assist every single student that qualifies for NESFAS. We're working with universities to make sure that the universities assist students to submit the documentation for us to arrive at the right conclusion that these are indeed the deserving students. And of course, if you meet the NSFAS means test, you will be funded. And of course, there's also additional funding that is made to clear the debt of 2013, 2014, and 2015 for the students that were either partially funded or they were unfunded because of the insufficient funding. There's additional funding that is made available to ensure that those that we fund for 2016 continue to study and complete their studies.
There, there are some mischievous stories that you hear around NESFAS funding. There are some students who benefit from having rich parents. They simply show their grandparents on a grant. They give an affidavit saying that their parents have, you know, they have no legal guardian. They can't afford the funding. I mean, how does your, your administration go about combating false claims for, for NESFAS and those who are truly deserving students? There is a forensic investigation into the financial aid provided through NASFAS uh, at institutions, and, and, and that is led by the Department of Higher Education. But NASFAS has introduced a new student funding model, which is basically online, it is uh, IT-reliant, um, and we use information that we get from state agencies, that is SASAM, um, Social Development, um, Home Affairs, and SARS to make sure that the information that we get, we get to verify before awarding um, the buggery.